I have stage fright. <laughs> Wait, this is so hard. This is so hard for me. I think I'm gonna cry. Um, hello everyone. Welcome back to Weird Wednesday. We have a very fun episode this morning. I haven't done an episode actually in like six or seven weeks, but I think that's because I'm really tired of like doing it myself and doing it like so planned out. So I've decided that I'm just gonna have conversations with my friends in random spots for now on. Exactly. Or like maybe I'll do just coffee shops. What do, do you think? Do coffee shops. For okay. sure. And we'll call it like coffee shop talk with Wayne. Ooh, Weird I like Wednesday. that a lot. I also wanna do mini series. I'm already getting off topic, but we have a very special guest this morning. <laughs> Lucy, don't know, P- Picard? Yep. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Lucy Picard is with us today. She, um, is one of my besties. We do yoga together at Core Power, and then we've been getting coffee after. So I told her I want her on the podcast because every time we hang out, we have these conversations about men yes. and about well, life. Also, I don't have a sister, so Amy is my big sister. Mm. I feel like that's yes. the key. The key point. Is There's like a you sister my, dynamic. There is a yes. sister dynamic. I'm like sure. your mother, but also you have more <laughs> emotional maturity than me, so it's like doesn't feel like that sometimes. But um. A little bit about how we met. Mm-hmm. Lucy actually followed me on Instagram, or still follows me. Yeah, but for you, sure. I don't know how long have you been following me. Um, so before, like, how did you find so out about before me? I, I moved interested. to Boston, I was wanting like Boston Rex and ah, restaurants to go to, and I found Rex. your account. And I feel like there there aren't a lot of pages like yours, so I found you. You lived in Southie, which is where I was moving to, mm. and you just had all the spots. So thought you were super cute and I was like wow gotta go where this girl goes bitch yeah she's so cute and then we met at Greystone which you talked about in an earlier which I always recommend yes love a good I was we were actually just talking about like where I missed in the city since moving home and Greystone was up there right next to the Fatouche salad at Tate Amy's addicted to the Fatouche guys I'm a feta addict (laughs) what can I say I think it's that's what caused my constipation (laughs) We've come to the conclusion. <laughs> Anyways, we were getting, we were both at Greystone. I was with Tim. You were with friends, right? Yes. That we're visiting. Post Capo Basement. So and, I was in oh in some some type of way, scaries, you know. Scaries. Yeah. No, you guys were doing fine. Were you on your way to yoga or something too? Well, I was going. Yoga? I was going to yoga that afternoon to sweat it out. You Dude, know. Dude, I. So you're 23. 20, <laughs> 23. Yes. What it's like when to I be met you. I was 22. When you, okay, you were 22. Mm-hmm. Now 23. I don't think, like, hangovers existed for me until I was You're probably, one of like, the lucky ones. Dude, no, are you sure? Yes. Like, but I feel like you, you and your friends looked just, like, so great, and I know you weren't great no, because... No, we were not great on the inside. No. <laughs> Anyways, you, she came up to me and she introduced herself, which, like, so happy so you did. So glad I did. Imagine I didn't, because I, I honestly was shaking in my boots a little bit. Which like, is so I almost funny. didn't. It's so funny because I love when people come up to me, especially because, I don't know, I like making new friends. Like, totally. I also want new friends. Mm-hmm. And people think I'm, like, some kind of celebrity sometimes when they meet me. Like, when I'm out at a bar, Wait, people will come up, like, fan I'm wondering. And yeah, I'm like, do you ever feel like there's eyes on you when you go Yes, okay. I can tell when that people would make are me giving me really looks. Like, I definitely follow her on Instagram. And yeah. sometimes it makes me uncomfortable because I'm like, just come say hi. Like, yeah. I'm probably just... You'll realize very quickly, like, how normal I am right. and how, like, much I love just talking to human beings. I can confirm. <laughs> but it's funny because I, I think, like, if roles were reversed and mm-hmm. I saw you out and, like, mm-hmm. you were, like, an influencer or whatever and I had followed you, I don't think I would say anything. Or I think I would be super awkward and just be like, I don't know. I don't think I would. Well, also, I think for for you, at least, like, 
having Tim with you probably makes you feel more comfortable, yes. right? Or yes. like having somebody else with Tim you. Tim likes it too. Because if somebody <laughs> came up to me and I was by myself, I might be like a little taken aback. That's true. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't know, because sometimes with Tim, like... I look at him to like lean on as a crush a little bit, and he looks at me like this is your moment. And he then, was super chatty though, and, wait, yeah. and the second time I met him too at Cisco, he was so nice. I think and so I blacked out. Oh yeah, Tim wants to be your best friend. Oh, he was like, I want to hang out with Lucy. I want to be leaving his Cisco, best and I was like, because a seventy-year-old man just tried to hit on my friend, we gotta get out of here. That was so scary. No, tell Tim we gotta hang out. No, I know Tim misses you. Every time I'm with you, he's like Lucy, <laughs> BFF. I'm like Tim, you've met her like twice. Oh, so he was talkative that morning. Yeah, he was. He's like, I feel like. He's such an on and off though. Wait, you know what's funny too is like we were waiting for a graystone and we looked to our right and you're taking pictures and we're like, oh my god. Oh yeah, because that's like my favorite place to take pictures too. Because oh, so you have aesthetic. like then beautiful apartment buildings in the south end, yeah. so I always get my graystone. Mm-hmm. And then our routine is we walk back to the car and then on the way like we try to stop quickly and take a picture because like there's also so many people walking mm-hmm. and I'm not good at being an influencer. Like I feel so <laughs> like such an inconvenience. Wait, have you ever done a tripod? Set up. I've I actually went out one time and filmed myself and I felt so embarrassed. Like every time someone came close to walking by, yeah. I like grabbed the tripod and I just like yeah. rolled it up and like held it like pretended I wasn't it, doing it. It totally like, takes a certain kind of person to be able to do that though. So respect. I know, I'm working on it. I just like even when he's taking my pictures though, I feel so self-conscious. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because of the bad rap that like influencers get or that people are like, oh, just another bitch taking like a photo with her coffee, but it's so hard for me. I'm like, I'm so embarrassed. And then, like, I'll go in the car, and he'll, there will be, like, ten pictures, because I, w- I was, within 30 seconds, I was like, okay, I'm so embarrassed. We have to stop. And then I start, like, crying because I didn't get a good picture. I'm like, but I don't like these poses. And Tim's like, Amy, you were kicking and screaming the whole time. And I'm like, but why didn't you get a good picture? Instagram boyfriend. Yeah, Tim's been, he's been so good with the Instagram thing. He got thrown into that, like, pretty quickly. And he was on the pod, too. He, he was on the pod, yeah. The thing about Tim is he's, like, a... He likes talking about things, like, once he opens up, but, like, surface level, he's, like, a super private person. Yeah. But, like, Not anymore. First, I know. When we first start, started dating, though, I was like, here's the deal. <laughs> this is here's my lifestyle. This is what I do. This mm-hmm. is what you're signing up mm-hmm. for. And, like, that's really important to but me, I like, on that, a very serious note. Yeah. I feel like that goes back to a lot of our conversations, though, about boys and, like, having standards, knowing what we want. Like, that's exactly. kind of where we Going always Going into and being to. like, here are my standards. It's not selfish of me to keep them where they are mm-hmm. and if you're not cool with that then let's not get into this right it'll save us both a lot of time right um but speaking of boys that's like something lucy and i always talk about because we do we do deep dives essentially you're you're probably like the most emotionally mature 23 year old i know like i feel like which i don't know how that happened <laughs> i feel like life experiences could it be that you're so close with your older brother I think and you so. understand men a little i think bit more? honestly i think so i think it's opened my eyes so much into the way that men think your brother's 28 and he's 28 and like he the thing is he's so he's five years older than me but at the same time we think so much alike that it's kind of cemented the fact to me that like men are immature Right. You know what I mean? Like they're they're a beat behind. Yes, they're. I mean, they're always going to be a beat behind. <laughs> yeah. But um, so Lucy is extremely like, I would call you level-headed when it comes to men. Like oh, I just I think, think of like all my friends. We're all shit shows. I would say I'm probably, <laughs> actually no, I'm not even like level-headed when it comes to men. It's just because I've been in a relationship for mm-hmm. a year and a half, so I haven't had to deal with them. <laughs> but um, Lucy's been like going on dates exploring Southie, exploring men, and I think back to when I was 23 in Southie, mm-hmm. which I was. Yeah, I what, moved what was here. your life like when you were 23 in Boston? 
I'm curious. So I moved here, I got my RD certification in February of 2020. What, what year is it? 2022? Yeah. Okay, so I moved here when I was 23, turning 24. Mm-hmm. And, well, the pandemic started. Okay. So it was, we were like, me and Megan. Oh, that, yeah, you my, were. Oh, should I tell them that I'm moving back in with Megan? Oh, yeah. Well, give I pretty them, much give just them did. the updates. Um, <laughs> small update. I'm moving back into Boston. And I'm so happy about it. I'm actually so pumped. I really miss the city. Um, I'm moving back to Boston September with Megan. Or that's our, like hopeful timeline but like Mm -hmm. apartments are so fucking insane that like who knows we might have to both live at home for a little bit longer Mm -hmm. she might she lives in southie now at my old apartment so we're gonna look for a two-bedroom for september 1st super excited about it um but i guess i can get on into this on another podcast episode because it's a lot to talk about but basically tim and i decided that if he doesn't want to live in the city and i want to live in the city there's no need for us to at this point in our lives like try to compromise and like me move farther outside him move closer to the city and like each compromise our happiness because like we both know where we want to be so like for the time being it made sense for me to move back in with Megan and he supported it he actually was like I think you should and I think we'll get that like space we didn't have when we were living in a tiny apartment in the south end and like Lucy and I were talking about this yesterday. Obviously, like, I'm nervous about the future, and I'm like, well, what, like, so what's that timeline look like down the road? We were talking about how everyone has their own timelines, and, like, why why the fuck does it matter? Exactly. You know? We are no one else in this world, so why are we comparing ourselves to other timelines and other relationships? Mm -hmm. Agreed. Which can be hard, because, especially as a 25-year-old, like, that's when all of your friends, I feel like, start to get engaged. Or, like, sorry, not all of them, but, like, (laughs) you start to see proposals on Facebook. Yes, And you start to see babies, and you're like... Oh, okay. Like, well, that's Amy not and me. I agreed. We'll, we'll start with the dog first. Oh yes, the dog <laughs> first. That's that's our that's our that's our timeline. Yeah. The only timeline we have for ourselves mm-hmm. is dog first, baby second. But truly, like distance makes the heart go fonder. Mm-hmm. So I think it'll be a good thing. Yeah. But um, yeah, he supports it. I'm really excited about it, and um, I so Megan. I want to be neighbors. I, Move near me. I know. Well, that's. We ideally, the thing is, like, I know Southie gets a little bit of a bad rap. I know it's super gentrified now and only getting more gentrified as, like, younger and younger people. I literally think of it as, like, a post-college suburb It is college 2.0. I think that's why my transition was so easy. It is. It really does. It feels like everyone kind of flocks after college, so I can only imagine, like, that I mean, you step outside your door and everybody's, like, between the ages of 23 and 27. And then you'll have, but then, like, you'll have people that are, like, late 20s, probably early 30s with, like, babies, and it's super wholesome, and I'm like... (laughs) I don't think I would want that life, like, living in South for that long. I always think that. At the same time, if, I don't know, it's hard, because, like, the people that have been living there for a while, like, it was a different neighborhood back then when they were It's crazy. So that probably was, like, a place they would want to settle down. Now so, maybe not as much (laughs) nowadays that it's, like, so crazy and there's just, like, younger people, but I love Southie. I... Yeah, like, you have to be careful of, like, the men and, like, the people that are out in Southie. Like, it's a different, it's a certain It's a different breed. It's certainly no Cambridge or Somerville. Like, it's a different breed. Very opposite. And you, but once you, like, know that and establish your Southie boundaries, Mm -hmm. it's a really (laughs) nice spot. There are so many cute restaurants. Yep. Like, smoothie. Like, the bars are fun, too. The bars are so fun. As long as you don't let, like, all the douchebag men, sorry, that's... That's mean. But, like, <laughs> no. let's be honest, douchebag men. Yeah. Like, ruin your night and get to you or, like, piss you off. Like, 
Southie's a fucking fun spot. I can spend a whole weekend in Southie. I never have to leave. Exactly. We've got the beach, beach Castle that's, Island. That's another thing is the water. exercise. Yeah. It's like when I, even when I was in the South End, right outside of Southie, I literally lived right after the bridge in between South End and Southie. I never left my apartment mm-hmm. to get exercise because it just felt so heavily trafficked. Like, yeah. I don't think I'm a city person. I'm not, I'm not a city person, I'm a which is why a city person, Southie like, feels like home. Yes, exactly. Because there's it's, trees. It, there's trees. It feels like a community versus it does. a city. And yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I, I love Southie. And that's I'm, probably where we're going to move back to. And I fully support. Yeah. I, I just, all my friends are there too. Like, and it's you got to be where the people are. Yeah. If you, all your friends are there, I know, that's one thing I've noticed is, like, even when I've had friends that, like, live in Somerville and we're in Southie, I just don't see them as much. Mm -hmm. I know that, like, both parties can make more of an effort, but distance, it's hard. It is hard. A city's length worth of distance between each other is, like, a a big reason why, like, you don't see someone as much. I know. Which is funny because, you know, public transportation. Maybe we're just (laughs) lazy. I don't know. know. Hey, blue bikes? Blue bikes. You can get pretty far, pretty fast. Well, actually, I'm not going to live here this summer, but whenever I visit, I'm blue biking Unlimited membership? Yeah. Oh, Oh, I've been... There's an unlimited Yeah, you can do unlimited. Yeah. Oh, shit. Is it expensive? Um, it might be, like, $30 a month for unlimited rides. that's not bad if, like, you bike all all. the time. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. I actually might take advantage Mm -hmm. of that. You totally should. Um, anyways... I've been living in Southie, or in the South End area for a few years now, or two years, mm-hmm. ever th- since I moved there in 2020. But yeah, when I moved there, we were like both single, both ready to go, right out the gate. Like, yeah. I feel like you gonna... have to move there single. You Yeah. I mean, Because you need to yeah. experience it. <laughs> you need to experience it. It's a good place to be single. However, it's also you a terrible will likely place get your heart broken single. and lose hope in the species in that man is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but... Um, so I honestly, I feel like I missed out on like the years that you're getting in mm-hmm. Southie because the COVID last, I mean, obviously it's still a thing, but like the depths of COVID lasted what, like a year and a half, two years. So like that summer, nothing was open. Mm-hmm. I was like, for when for COVID first hit, I was like, oh, bars will be open by like July. What was I thinking? Fast forward two years, Amy, and then bars right, will be open right. and you won't have to wear a mask. No, I feel like we live vicariously through each other. Yes, because, you know? like, you're, and I never did the, mostly because I just have massive anxiety and, like, my sweating problem, but I never did, oh, like, the serious. I mean, you see me thing. in yoga, you know I'm a sweater. No, I know you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, like, I feel like you don't have, like, the social anxiety. I, I, I don't, because I, like, truly, I will just go up to anybody. Which is such a special thing. But I didn't have that when I was your age. I'd say I have that now. Totally. Like, I can talk to, like, I actually love talking to men. My favorite thing to do when I go out is, like, talk to men about their lives and their trauma. Mm-hmm. And, like, be, like, a therapist almost. I love doing that. I love just, like, <laughs> yeah. talking to humans and girls. Like, but back also, then. Also, think about it. Everybody is so complex. There's so much you can learn about a person if you just go up to them. I know. I was talking to my friend Kyle about this. I'm like, it's so funny because I feel like in a day where we're like, or day and age where we are so connected to each other, whether mm-hmm. it be like from social media, like distance wise, like we're just all on top of each other. It feels like I've never felt so isolated from like other people almost that I'm not friends with. Like I feel like I go yeah. to the bar and it feels clicky. Yes. And it feels like no one is trying to be friendly like to people that they aren't already friends with. And I'm like, let's be honest. Like, why are we all lying to ourselves? We all want more friends. Of course. Or we who, want who friends to begin with. Like a mm-hmm. lot of people move to this city and they're like, how the fuck do I make friends? And, and I'm like, I'm sorry. Say- like, it's hostile here. I know. I know. No, it is. It is. But I think New York is way more hostile. Oh, I can never. Yeah. But I feel like 
that is something that I've definitely perfected since moving here is just going up to anybody. You, you're the perfect example. Yes. That's, and then I, I'm so proud of you for doing that. No, that's not God. something a lot of 20 God. or 22 year olds can do. And I just also love talking to you because I really appreciate your perspective. Yeah. My, my motherly, <laughs> your motherly, <laughs> my advice. old perspective. I do have like, I, at this point in my life, but like, it's just funny because I feel like I've gotten all of this over the past couple of years. Like I've really matured like emotionally and like, I'm at a point where I'm like, fuck it. I will literally talk to anyone and everyone mm-hmm. because any conversation is worth having. It could lead to a friendship. It could lead to like your future yeah. husband. No, it truly. could lead to also one of the best connections you could ever have, like job wise, career wise. Exactly. Like, I don't know why. You never know who you might meet. You never know. And Boston is a small city. Mm-hmm. Even though it's like a big city, it's I run a into small people BS. all the time. We always talk about it. We're always just like a small world. Like mm-hmm. how like I don't know, we were talking about it yesterday, like, you had a friend with a mutual friend, and now you're all friends, and I'm like... (laughs) There was a friend, and then there was was another friend. And then then they all knew each other, and it's like, it is, like, such a small world, honestly. Also, I will say, like, if you're looking for a conversation, you just have a few loco marks, it opens you right up. Literally take a shot. People are so much nicer after they've had, like, a couple drinks, which is really sad, because... But I think of it as, like, like, I obviously struggle with pretty bad anxiety, and the thing that, like is a shot is the same thing as literally taking one of those like I used to take these pills in high school for my public speaking anxiety it had the same effect as like really? a shot of alcohol or a glass of wine I Wait, think that it's so is crazy so interesting. I think we're all just wrapped up in these anxieties yeah and like these like insecurities and that's why like taking a shot it has nothing to do with like, it loosens you up it brings you it de-stimulates you a little bit and like brings down all those anxieties and all those fears you have of meeting new people and suddenly like you're a friendly person, mm-hmm. which is so sad. That it is so sad. Almost, it's like a little bit of a coping mechanism. I know. But like, at the same time, love a few marks. <laughs> love a few marks. Love feeling myself after. Well, <laughs> not like that, but but for real. Not like, literally. I feel so empowered sometimes when I'm like a little tipsy and I'm just <laughs> yeah. running around the bar, like making friends with strangers. Yeah. It's so like everyone loves it, mm-hmm. you know. Like, and I think the one thing I've learned from being in Southie, which can feel really clicky for you know two or three years now, is if you go into a conversation and you're friendly, the person will be friendly back. Totally. They'll, like, they'll reciprocate your body exactly. language. And, yeah. You get the energy you give. Mm-hmm. Like, I, all throughout college, well I was a miserable little bitch, and I would go out, <laughs> and because I was so self-conscious and didn't love myself, I projected this, like, bitch energy. Mm-hmm. Like, this really mean, doesn't want to talk to anyone bitch energy. And it had nothing to do with, like, I really wanted to talk to everyone. Right. I craved friendships. I craved social interactions but because I was so caught up in myself and like trying to be perfect and like impressing everyone and worrying about what people would think of me I came across as like the worst person so I'd say like honestly not that you even ask for advice but I'm just telling you know the podcast microphone (laughs) like my biggest recommendation like if you're looking to like meet new friends date whatever it is Mm -hmm. like go into it with no expectations and just be a kind person. Agree. Like, ask someone about themselves. People love talking about themselves. Yeah. All it takes like, is a question. All it takes is a question or like a compliment. That's mm-hmm. another thing. It's like, oh my god. Wait, I have to oh, there is nothing better than the girls' bathroom. When, it, when I get a compliment, but like, my night is made. Dude, but it's so sad to me. That's what it takes is like every, like girls being hammered in a bathroom yeah. together to finally <laughs> find that girl power. I'm like, that is so that true. Preach. It's preach. No, I, I love the girl. Like, I love the girls. I go in there and I'm like, bitches, you all look fucking hot. It's our night. And it's literally just like fucking no, And I will tell you, just... I will tell you, that means more to me of compliment from 
from a female means more to me than a, a female stranger. From, yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100 from fucking anybody percent. else. Because you know, because girls mean are so it. caught up in all yeah. this shit, they mean it. If yep. a girl's going to give you a compliment, they fucking mean that compliment. I agree. And then you just take that and you run with it. It does. It really changes <laughs> no, your it, night No, it changes the course of my night. A girl and then girl I think compliment. I'm literally like the baddest bitch yeah. in, the, in the bar. And that energy just like... <laughs> Then we get we give it to all the men and like we don't let men fuck with us and we just <laughs> just make friends. Oh god. Uh, anyways, I don't even know if we're off topic at this point. I feel like but giving great advice. Yes, making friends. That's <laughs> yeah. the but that's the we general. Need to, we need theme. to dive into men a little bit mm-hmm. because Please. I think it's. I don't know, when I first met, like, one of these first conversations we had about, like, life, I was literally like, how does she have such a good perspective? I'm trying to think, what was our first conversation? We We went to yoga together. We went to yoga, then we went to Tate, I think, well... Well, that was a little bit, we were a little deeper into the friendship. Yeah, exactly. Because we we went together so many times, I feel like we had that bond. And we had a lot of, like, pre-yoga conversations, too. Yes, that's what it was. But, like, I think it was, like, the day that... We like confirmed we had sister energy at Tate. Yes, we did. We did confirm that. You were we were just talking about men, and you were telling me about dating, mm-hmm. and we were talking about a specific. Oh, a guy walked by the window that yep. love bombed you. Yeah. And so we start we started talking about love bombing, and it's so funny because Lucy's literally three years younger than me, but like, her <laughs> friends and like it's not I can't even say generation because no. we're the same generation, right. because you're a '90s baby. Mm-hmm. But, but the converse, the lingo she uses is just so beyond me. I feel like such a mom or a chug. I but, feel like such a chug. No, and did, did I teach you what chug was or did you know? No, I knew that chug was like, like a, like a, isn't it like a Lily Pulitzer mom? Yes, like kind of lame, exactly, like just chuggy. Exactly. Yeah, but I feel chuggy sometimes. But it's funny because like, to me, like I don't notice that I have different lingo, but I guess I do. Even Can like, you think of a specific example? Um... Honestly, just the way you text, I can't even, I can way, pull what, up our with text, emojis? but the way you use emojis so seamlessly, I'm like, oh, what yeah. emoji do I send back? Like, I can't be, top. yeah, and like your cowboy, when you're like, yeehaw, I'm like, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. But you remind me. I do me, love a yeehaw and a, and a cowboy emoji. I know, and I'm like, wow, like, that's so cool. Like, if I said yeehaw, I would have to, like, I would have to, I don't even know, I'd have to go away for a long time. <laughs> hey, you've been to Nashville, you can use a yeehaw. Nashville, I miss it. That was so fun. I know, I have to go back. Um, What was I going to say, though? You... The lingo. It's it's funny because I feel like it's really like your age and younger because well, my sister uses the same lingo and yeah. she's 18 and she's a senior in high school, but I'm like, why are you so cool? Like, I'm well, scared. It's funny though. I, so I'm not on TikTok. So I feel like. I know, that's, I'm shocked. I know. On. I'm so out of the loop on so <laughs> many things, but I'm also so in the loop. At the same time, it's my just, friends it's keep because me in the loop. You, yeah, if you, you're you around your friends, like you're picking it up and you're texting too. Like TikTok, honestly, unless you're like scrolling on TikTok, I feel like you're not going to get, you're not really going to learn the lingo unless you're like a TikToker. I feel like though, so one thing that we talked about was the app Be Real. Oh yeah. I feel like that's very much like what the kids are up to The these kids days. are up to Be Real. If you guys don't know what Be Real is, it's actually really cool. Like, it is really cool. It's it's so funny too, like seeing the other side. It's basically an app where you send it, like you take a picture of what you're doing and then your camera shows what's on the other end too. So mm-hmm. you get like a human side and then you're like, yeah. well, what are they like reacting to or smiling at or where are they? And you get the other side and then you post it to a feed like Instagram, right? Yep. And like it, a, so it comes out like, it comes out at a different time every day, but the idea is that you, t- everybody takes their picture at that exact time. Oh, So like really? say it comes out at 3 p.m. Every, you, you see doing? what everybody's doing at 3 p.m. 
Wait, I kind of want to. You should get it. Am I too old though? No. I'm at the point where like, am I too old to do these things? Like, wait. Here's my question for you. Do you use Snapchat? No. That is like my number one most used app. I know. That's That's how my friends and I communicate. same thing with so my sister is same age as you mm-hmm. three years younger than me same thing with her she'll get a snapchat like 10 every minute yeah. send like just like a selfie like an, yeah. uh, like an unflattering selfie of her back and that's the conversation yeah and that's how they make plans but and i'm like that <laughs> seems so weird to me it's so helpful because i know what my friends are up to okay i get that i get that. you know i will say the reason i don't use snapchat often is because snapchat Snapchat was so fucking toxic for me when I was dating my ex because <laughs> no, I hate best Snapchatting friends. boys. I hate, but it. you can't see that anymore. Snapchat yeah. has changed so much from yeah. when I was in high school, which was eight years ago. Holy shit, I'm old. <laughs> um, but like, do you, I, I don't know if you guys remember this, like, because my followers are kind of all over. I look yeah. at the age range sometimes. Yeah, and what it is actually, your age? It's interesting because my mom like, follows you. Really? Shout out mom. Oh my god, shout out mom. <laughs> What's your mom's name? Pam. Thanks, Pam. Love you, Pam. <laughs> um, but my age range, it's funny because when I first moved to Southie, it was like, I think, the, like, the categories, it's like 20 to 24, 25 to 29. Uh-huh. And back then, it was like, majority was 20 to 24. It was like 35%. And now it's my, so my, it's now 25 to 29. So it's kind of moved with my age, which mm-hmm. just makes sense. Yeah. Um, but sometimes I wonder, like, if you guys will understand when I talk about, like, I don't even know. I'm trying to think of, like, high school shit. I, I can't even think about it right now. But Snapchat, it, like, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people don't remember when best friends were a thing because it got taken down because it was causing, It like, was toxic. Suicides, breakups. Yeah. Like, it was really toxic. And coming from, like, a really toxic relationship, when I went down to Miami for my freshman year, my ex was still a senior in high school, and there was, like, this girl in high school I was always, like, I had an inkling about, and he ended yeah. up cheating on me with her. Mm-hmm. But I could always see that she was at the top of his best yeah. friends, and it caused so much trauma yeah. in our relationship. And no, I'm like, I totally. But like, Snapchat was just like a different thing back then. It you was. You didn't use it for conversations. Mm-hmm. You used it for like to basically send like selfies in bed with like your tits pushed up with like a nice like low cut shirt. That was what it was. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Like that's no, that's not even true. That's that was, not what that's I was me, doing. But that's me being hey, psycho you do with you. Snapchat. <laughs> but like, it just wasn't. You didn't have conversations on Snapchat. It was mostly right. like where you. It was basically where you sent pictures to like guys that you didn't know that well, but they right. thought you're cute. No, you totally. They were cute. And they it's didn't like have if to a be guy actually added like you on Snapchat. Yes, it's the biggest yes. thing. And you were like, oh my god, do I Snapchat him? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like a conversation. It was like more like a. I guess it was, but it was never like a place where you'd get them back and back, so, forth, back and forth, back so, and but forth. But you mentioned Facebook and how people are posting that they're pregnant or they're engaged. Mm. Are you still using Facebook? No, I've okay. never, re- well, also I wiped my whole Facebook when I got to college because it was so embarrassed by it. Yeah. I, this is the thing is I literally, up until I was like 22, mm-hmm. I was like a psycho. I wasn't a psycho, but I just had no You uploaded everything on Facebook? I, up, I, I deleted everything. I made a new Facebook. Yeah. My freshman year of college because I didn't want people to like know about a past me. Because I was so embarrassed. It's so fucked up. Like, well, it's really crazy how people will judge you based on your social media presence. Because when I first went to college, I found my roommate through Facebook, and of course we're like totally judging each other. Oh yeah. From our and like looking through like tagged photos and being exactly. like, how cool is this bitch? Yeah. Like, is she gonna be psycho? It's so it's so crazy the world we live in. I mean, but, but I still live with her now. So that's so awesome. I um mm-hmm. I was. <laughs> This is just a podcast of me talking about how bad I used to be, but I found my roommate through Facebook, 
and college or college okay. sorry yeah when I was at Miami and she moved out after the first semester because I was shit talking her in the bathroom and she overheard me <laughs> no basically I was a boy guys I don't want to talk about it <laughs> listen but you I, live and you learn yeah no I again none of this came because I actually like didn't like my roommate it was yeah. all self stuff mm-hmm. it was all because I was in a toxic relationship hated who I was was jealous of her for having friends mm-hmm. and and I took that out I took that anger out as like shitting on her which hey, is so if she's listening up, this is Caroline, Amy's apology. She's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> I literally have not talked to her in so long. But, um, yeah, no, I was a mean girl. But I can tell you from experience, meanness comes from self, like, inse- just mm-hmm. hating yourself. Mm-hmm. That's all it comes from. It doesn't actually come from, like, outwardly wanting to be mean toward people. Right. It just comes from self-misery. Right. And that's, like, how I get through mean people, too. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I was going to tell you this story. So my friend Kyle... By the way, you need to meet him. He's actually, I think, your age. He's so oh wait, you talk fun. You, wait, you and I, Tim, Kyle, had shout talked out about Kyle. Him. He's not listening. Shout to out Kyle, because like Kyle, we have to meet <laughs> Kyle. Oh my god, you will love Kyle. He's just a good <laughs> fucking time. Also, do you want to play pickleball with us soon? Obviously. Wait, I was okay. Reaching like a banshee on the streets of on the I street know, yesterday. and I heard about that. The pickle bar. Mm-hmm. It, it's there's two bars. You don't understand how obsessed I am with pickleball. Wait, since when? Since forever. Oh, okay. For my birthday, my mom said, what do you want for your birthday? I Did said, you ask for I rackets? Said, I said rackets. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We, we have to play. Like, and I'm so staff. competitive, too. Okay, great. You yeah. can be my partner. Okay, let's because do it. Because Megan blew out for ACL, so I don't have an option. You're kidding. Yeah. All right, let me, get, let me order up my um, Amazon orange workout set. We can match. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, we, we have, have to do this. Wait, you want to be pickleball yeah. partners? No, oh, my God. For okay, real. Great. We can be like Misty May and... <laughs> what's that beach volleyball partnership? What is it? Misty May trainer and Megan... Carrie Larkin. Should no, we look it up? Carrie Walsh. Wait, Walsh. Yes. Trainer and Walsh. Wow. They were just Great. always like... Sharp memory. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, guys. Um, oh, my God. PKL is so cool. So they have, yeah, no, that is so cool. Yeah, if anyone's in, in South Boston, Pickleball is on the come up. I've PKL, been playing, sponsor Amy. PKL, fucking sponsor me. I should reach out to them and be like... It looks kind of expensive. Did it, you see it's that? It's definitely rent. expensive, especially if you're doing... I don't know if they have a membership either. Like, I don't know how the pricing works. I haven't looked into it. I just know they had a pop-up in Somerville. Yeah. Through oh, so COVID. they were testing. Yes, they okay. were testing. I, it's definitely expensive. Like, if you get more people, it's, but like, it's it so goes worth down. It. But it's so much fun. Dude, I would play pickleball and pay mm-hmm. 100. Wait, I just love pickleball. I have a funny story for you. So oh, no. you have to reserve the pickle courts. Mm-hmm. So I have this app, and I saw that there was a court open in the south end. So I was like, okay, perfect. So I go, and I'm playing with my friend. Wait, you, you have to reserve pickleball courts? Yeah. They have and pickleball tennis courts. courts in the South End. I get yeah, tennis, but I didn't even know. I thought the only pickleball courts in Boston were on Farragut and Southie. I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, but there's one in the oh, South End, too. I didn't know that. It actually oh, might, so have they... been, it might have been a tennis court. Okay. But we just, like, played. But you just use with, like, the tennis lessons. Yeah. yeah. I've done that so many and times. And there were some little rascals, some little 10-year-old kids, a little herd of them. They come running over. We, we're playing. They, like, steal our ball. They're running around the court. They're like, you suck. Wait, you what, suck. what was in the South End? Oh, I don't... It was, was near it? Tremont. It was near... It was right around there. I'm just wondering if It was if near you a playground, to... though. And these I kids were No, the kids are wild Like, at that I was part. getting bullied. Talk about bullying. Like, 10-year-old words hurt. Wait, I, I was going to say, like, 10... Like, the age range of, like, 10 to 15, those kids are mean. Yeah, they're so mean. And they were, like, laying on the net. Like... We couldn't play. It was just... It was something else. You should have snapped. I would have snapped. No, so there was one kid who was, like, really respectful, just sitting on the side eating his pizza... And I was like... <laughs> what time of day was it? Was it like post-work like, Yeah, post-work. 
there was one really respectful kid, and I said to the group of them, I was like, listen, your friend over there, he's going places. Like, see him with his I pizza? Know. He's going places. You, with his the rest of you, respecting the rest woman. of you, you're not going <laughs> anywhere. Oh my god, that makes me so, like, angry. I would have been trying to, like, play with them, but at the same time, at some point, I would have been like, so, let us play. Right, no, it was funny at first, and then it just, it was too much. So, long story short, I will go to PKL. Okay, because great. it seems like a good Oh god. Good and they have like the windows open, you can hear the pickleball oh going god, back and I forth. There's it. nothing like the sound That's of awesome. pickleball. And it's a full blown bar too. It's a full right? yes, they have a pickleback shot. They have a big love pickleback shots. They have a big bar with like restaurant seating almost. Oh, like a cool. lot of it. And then they have one court, a shuffle a shuffle board area, a big lounge area. I can show you the videos after this. You actually you might have seen my I don't know. I did, I saw it. Oh you the, know I keep the, up. There's like a bougie lounge. And then there's nice. another small bar in the middle, then they have one, two, three, four. So I think there's five courts total, and then they have another shuffleboard cornhole. Oh, they have, oh my god. So they have other That's games so, as well. That was, like, brilliant business move. Mm-hmm. That was also, really smart. Also, in that area, you have Tate, the new Tate, which is, oh, like, yeah. kind of a hidden gem because no one goes. I went for work yesterday, and, like, the Tate right where we are in the, A-Clock, mm-hmm. yeah, the one right near C Street, mm-hmm. right near PKL. It's, like, right near, um, we did Bespoke together. Yeah, yeah we that did. tent. It's yeah. right there. Um, by the way, oh, I don't think I can tell this. Actually, maybe I can. I think Bespoke there. is opening a Southeast studio. Do you know about that? No. I, but I, s- I do, like, partner... I don't do partnerships with them, but they gave me, like, a free package yeah, we have of to classes go back. to do a story. I'm not a huge fan of the outdoor tent, just because the classes don't fill up. Also, well, we went at, like, 7 a.m., no, so it's hard it, to it say. It was, like, you and I and maybe three other people in that tent. Yes, that was... It was a little painful. I need other people in a workout yeah, class me too, to, like, like motivate motivates me. me, or else I will stop working out. Also, Wait, I'm speaking about of, to shit myself. I got a Oh, seriously? This. Yeah, the <laughs> coffee's taking effect. Guys, <laughs> I've been talking about this on my Instagram stories, but I've been hella constipated. Like, I went to the... Um, I, well, that's what we think it is, but I went to urgent care last weekend because I actually thought my appendix was going to burst or I had a tapeworm, and um, I got diagnosed with extreme constipation. The fucking laxative and stool softeners I'm taking aren't working, but I have a cup of coffee. How much of this have I drank in? Like, like four sips. sips. Yeah. And I'm about to shit myself. Should we keep going after this? It's 9.35. Yeah. I know you Yeah, have. let's okay. keep going. All right, let me just, I'm going to put you guys on pause just so I can take a shit, and I'll be back. <laughs> I'm back. I'm certainly back. I feel like a demon just left my body. That's the best feeling. There's the best really nothing better. In so long. Wait. I feel like I'm on the come up for my constipation. It does that seem. Was like, that was like are a you, fun. Wait, I have a question for you. Mm. Are you a consistent, like, once a day, every morning um, type of girl? It's hard to say because, so I poop a lot. That's but, great. <laughs> that's really you know great. No, it is. Like, I've never dealt with constipation. Like, I'm always just, like, farting You're a and lucky all girl. The time. I know. I'm actually, that's one of the things I'm probably most grateful for in my life is that I, I eat whatever I want, and I usually don't See, suffer consequences unless I it's suffer, dairy. But, I suffer consequences. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, it does. Sorry. It really does. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> but also, I mean, yeah, at least you know, like... But no, I do. I know. I'm in tune. Stomach stuff is so hard because you just, you never know. It can be caused by so many things. It can be caused by mental stuff. It can Mm -hmm. be caused by physical stuff. It can be caused by... This was a conversation we had yesterday, too, Mm -hmm. about how the mind and the gut are so connected. The the brain-gut axis is so real. And honestly, like, like, a lot of the times just like overlooked and like so much more important than what you're putting in your body mm-hmm. is like what you're dealing with in your personal totally. life stress, like stress wise and like work wise friend wise relationship wise it all affects everything and how 
Which is you go. what I think you need to share on your Instagram, I know. too. That's what I was... I had, like, this epiphany yeah. yesterday. Because I think... Well, I did a whole episode about this, but when I went through my dietetics undergrad, it really, like, fucked up my relationship with food. Mm-hmm. Because I was obsessed with, like, eating healthy. Well, that and my Instagram. I would honestly blame it more on my Instagram. Because dietetics well, was never diet culture mm-hmm. but Instagram mm-hmm. was yes. and, and still is Yes, and social media I should say social media in general but what were you going to say it's hard because uh, oh well okay so what I was going to say is when you're posting your food all the time it's like it almost serves as a tracker and exactly. I feel like that's yeah. the problem that like was... just eat when you're hungry eat what you want what your yes. body's craving that was the problem and also like, I it's hard on social media because you want to keep posting what got the most likes last time. Yes. And as much as it's not about likes and engagement and stuff, that determines how much money you make. Exactly. And how it pays the bills. much a brand will pay you. So mm-hmm. it does matter. It's really important. And I fell into that trap where, like, I started only posting, like, the gluten-free, paleo, like, label-y, diet-y mm-hmm. recipes because people love that. And then suddenly I became free paleo dairy free and I decided that like all this was best for me and I felt my best but here I am like struggling so hard I'm on Saturday nights at UConn I'm working out for three hours just doing straight cardio how upsetting is that like how so, sad is that so did you but every girl goes through that I truly know, I know that's that's hard did parts. you feel like the transition out of that diet so to speak was harder on your stomach like, when you brought being, back in... No, being in dairy. that diet, like, cutting out foods was harder on my stomach. Mm-hmm. Because the thing that people don't understand a lot about, like, number one, veganism. Mm-hmm. Like, you're eating so much fiber. Like, you need to... Like, vegans, I feel like a lot of the time, don't understand, like, the nutritional benefits of certain foods and, like, what certain things such as fiber do to your body. And, like, a lot of vegans develop eating issues because... Or not eating issues, but like stomach problems. Mm-hmm because they're just injecting their bodies with all these plants. And also a lot of the times like vegan substitutes or like gluten-free substitutes are packed with fillers, additives, preservatives right. that actually upset your stomach See, this a lot is what more. you need to... I know. Mm-hmm. I need to start talking about this totally. more. That's why. But, and I like, I loved talking about that stuff on my old Instagram, but it felt so And you know so much about it. I do know a lot about it. And sometimes I forget like... I have a step up kind of on like anyone in the nutrition world who's just claiming all these like false things. Cause like I actually learned about it so in like, many red false studies. Claims. Yeah, so many false claims. It's so fucked up. And that's another reason though why I was so turned off by it is because I felt really helpless. And I felt like no matter what I say, like people are just gonna like read the next article or see the next like super fit girl that's telling you to do something with your diet mm-hmm. and they're not gonna care about like, what the registered dietitian has to say, which is so false. But, like, in a world where we're all just, like, claiming to be experts on things we didn't even go to school for... I know. It's really daunting. It makes you almost, like, get turned off by what you did learn about. Because mm-hmm. you're like, well, what difference is am I going to make? Right. And it, it, that coupled with the fact that I was struggling with my own relationship with food and, like, cutting all these things out of my diet and having these insane stomach issues and being super unhappy for it. Like, I just did, wanted nothing to do with dietetics. Mm-hmm. And I'd say that's why... Like, I remember posting so much nutritional info on my, like, social media platforms back then. I got away from it for a couple of years now. And I feel like now that I, I feel like I've healed my relationship with yeah, food, totally. I'm, like, ready to start talking about it again. That's awesome. But yeah, you also, can subtly bring it back. Yeah, slowly but surely. Mm-hmm. But also, I, I kind of feel like I need to, like, touch up on everything because there's been so much research that's been done in the past couple years I feel super like out of the profession Mm -hmm. and I'm obviously not a practicing dietitian so I just feel like I almost feel like my undergrad doesn't even count but again that's just me being (laughs) 
It does count. So you've got the you got that piece of paper. Myself, yeah, I have. I don't even know where that is. You know, <laughs> Me neither. Like, usually frame I actually their have degrees. No, I, have I no think idea. mine's in like a box somewhere. Like probably like has water damage. Or I something. truly don't know where mine is. I have no idea. My parents would not be happy to hear I that. I love that for us. I just wish I was this person I am now in college, but no regrets. I know. Everything no regrets. happens. Everything happens for a reason. And my Seriously. life wouldn't be as good as it is now if I didn't struggle in college and I agree. go through a super toxic relationship. I say that like- Peaks I, and valleys. Yeah. Everything, I know, and I've been telling this to my friends a lot too, because they're going through like a lot of life changes. Literally three of my closest friends are like looking for new jobs and going through that like transition where mm-hmm. you're like, you feel super unstable and you're like, well, what's next? Like, how am I going to be able to afford living? Yeah. And I'm like, just- I've been through it. I still go through it. Like, everything is going to happen as it should. Not to get all, like, spiritual, because I'm not, like, someone who's, like, manifest. Okay, but, like, at the are same you not, time. Are you a manifester or I'm no? I'm not a manifester. Are you? Honestly, yes. Well, I well, don't like the word no, manifest. No, but I think it's, I think what you said earlier hits it. You put out the energy, or what is it? You, you, you get the, the s- energy you give. Yes. That's and also, like, what I, believe I believe in believe speaking it. things into existence. Mm-hmm. I just hate the word manifest. It has this, like, culty... No, I, just, I, see, when that. I, see, I manifest, see that. I see the sparkle emojis next to it. <laughs> just say, like, chasing rainbows. Yeah, I'm like... Ch- I'm chasing oh, rainbows. I'm chasing rainbows. I hate that even more. <laughs> but I do think, like, I, I guess I believe in manifestation. Like, what you want will come to you, but, mm-hmm. like, you have to be patient and give it time. And you just and, have like, to work for it. You, you can't just you expect do. it to come you to you. You can't expect it to come to you, but, like, you can't try to, like, change things or, like... You can't try too hard to make something happen because, again, everything is going to happen a specific way. And I actually, like, really believe in, like, signs from the universe as well. Me too. Like, this is a weird example. Okay. I think I need to start a a list in my phone of examples of, like, signs from the universe. Yeah. One example. I'm very, like, crazy when it comes to cleaning. I had a dinner party with, like, my guy friends and a couple guys, I actually didn't, don't know that well, hosted it. I took it upon myself to clean their whole kitchen for an hour and a half. <laughs> and, like, clean their sink that, like, we didn't even dirty. <laughs> just, like, clean their old dishes. And, like, but that's how psycho I am with cleaning. So, like... Better that than the opposite. Exactly. No, I, I actually, like, it's just something I need to do at this point. Every All the guys were like, can you stop? Like, please don't. Like, we'll, we'll take care of this. Mm-hmm. Please don't do that. And I was like, just let me. <laughs> yeah. It's for my own mental health. Mm-hmm. It's not for you. Mm-hmm. This isn't for you. It's, it's for, for me. me. <laughs> But, um, it was actually just so selfish of you to clean their whole kitchen. <laughs> but sometimes, like, obviously I go overboard and, like, have considered going to the doctor and being like, am I OCD? Like, it's it's bad. I clean a lot. But, like, a sign from the universe. I was vacuuming, like, a few weeks ago. <laughs> as one does. <laughs> no, I know you guys are going to think I'm psycho, but this is truly a sign from the universe. I was vacuuming, as I do, like, five or six times a day. Just kidding. Really? No, I don't. That's I'm being super dramatic. I just really need things to be clean, mostly because I'm filming all day long. Yeah. So I need a clean space. Totally. If I wasn't, I would not give a shit. And I didn't always used to be this way, but when you're filming like every part of your apartment and like mm-hmm. need backdrops and stuff, like you just get used to like cleaning up after yourself. Like I'm someone who like I make dinner. The dishes has to be done before dinner's on the table. That kind of thing. Like I can't have unresolved messes. <laughs> Anyways, I was vacuuming. And I told myself I was just going to do, like, the kitchen. And, of course, like, I tried to do Things everything. But my vacuum <laughs> is, like, battery-powered. It's cordless. And right as I finished the kitchen and I started pushing the vacuum <laughs> toward, the, toward the living room, it shut off. And I was like... It was a sign I was from like, the universe. That's a sign from the universe, Amy. Like, nothing has... Like, but I get little signs like that. I know they seem crazy, but they're little reminders yeah. to me that, like... 
no, you don't have to be perfect all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a sign from the vacuum. You're not meant to clean the whole apartment every day, like, twice a day. But just little things like that. I do believe in, like, little signs that, like, everything's working out or, like, that you're doing things as you're supposed to be doing. There are other examples. I just haven't read them down. I just remember the That was just top one. of mind. The vacuum one was top of mind because after it happened, I was like, well, my vacuum is telling me something. Mm-hmm. And, like, it helped, it weirdly helped me, like, not be obsessive about cleaning for, like, honestly, up and like, going forward it was a life lesson for me how weird is that my vacuum like really taught me something yeah (laughs) like plan out plan to do something don't try to do more or overcompensate Mm -hmm. agree or your vacuum (laughs) (laughs) amy has a magical vacuum apparently guys my vacuum is is it it a dyson spots no it's not it's it's like a it's like vicin or something oh okay i s s e n i don't know what the first letter is so my a few christmases ago my brother and i got my parents a dyson vacuum and i don't like i think they actually cried i don't think they've ever been so happy no i know dyson dude what does Dyson do in their products? They must have, like, the best fucking engineer. What's to do like, with the air app? People love that. I don't know. Should we invest? I've, like, Should, talked about I this with know. multiple friends. I don't... I'm just not... I'm not enough of a girly girl to... Yes. It, I spend $500 on a I also feel like hair you need tool. to have, like, super thick, unruly hair yeah, to want that I have pretty product. Thi- like, I, like, I don't know. Like, thickness. I use the, um, like, a hair volumizer. Like, one of those blow-drying hair yeah, brushes. Yes, I know what you're talking about. To blow out my hair, and I love how it looks every time. Mm-hmm. So, I don't... Are you a hair wash? Like, are you every other day? What's the schedule? Um, well, th- if I'm working out, I have to wash my hair. Yeah, I have to. As, like you post core power. Like, we actually like are we covered so in sweat. Much. It's disgusting. Wait, but if I if I went a week without working out, I'd probably wash my hair every like three or four days. Mm-hmm. But that's when it gets like to its maximum. I'm also like a very I touch my hair when I'm Me nervous. Me too. I just touch my hair all the time. Which adds grease to my yeah, hair. Yeah, So my hair gets greasy easily, not because it's, like, naturally greasy, but because I just am always, like, touch feeling it. my hair and picking at it and, like, picking my dead, dead ends off. So, okay, but speaking of working out, I think you need to put out a PSA and ask the people if they relate to the problem that you have. The sweating problem? No, the, um... Oh, my God, guys. The mountain climbing <laughs> problem. Okay, so I... My dad blessed me with... Oh, your d- it came from your dad. My dad has a bubble butt. Nice. Yes. Like, was he a hockey player or something? No, he played football and basketball. He's just like. Do you think bubble butts are genetic? Yes, bubble butts. I think, dude, ninety-five percent of life is genetic. Yeah, All that's true. All the shit we go through is genetic. That's so true. <laughs> and like how we were raised with our parents. Mm-hmm. I just think like Nature a lot of humans nurture. can be like easily like broken down and understood, based on like their family situation. Yeah, their like, upbringing. You can't, like, cause that's like that. Those are your formative years of life, where like you are maturing. Everything after that is just like. I don't know. You can change, but like that, that for, I don't know, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. that's just me being, yeah, I don't know. I think families and genetics are like super, people don't understand how important they are, but I was blessed with a bubble butt <laughs> from Stevie, my dad. And like Shout when I say Stevie. bubble butt, I don't have like a peach. I don't have like a, ooh, she's yes, like, she's got a nice ass. I don't know. I don't have that. I also don't really even necessarily have like a dumpy. I just have like a <laughs> fucking bubble butt. It makes no, no sense. No, but that's like. That's what every girl's seeking. I guess, like, that's what like, every girl the, wants. I mean, pros and cons to everything, right? Because yeah. I, like, obviously, like, get self-conscious because I have so much more cellulite because it's fucking big mm. and it's so much weight. And but <laughs> it's a lot problem, to carry around. My problem. Oh, wait. We get, can we talk about but, the UTI thing, too? Oh, like, God. I just, I need to tell you guys my theory. Okay, my first theory <laughs> wait, is, like... No, finish, finish okay, the bubble butt. When I was at my peak fitness, high school, 
varsity sports. Like when you work out, you know, two hours every day. I was Absurd. super fit. Absurdly fit, yeah. And also, how crazy just, is that? No, it's crazy. <laughs> I was, but like, I was a bottomless pit. Like, I just ate and ate and oh, ate. Oh, same. I went home, I made a whole box of pasta, yeah. covered it in I like mean, shredded totally, cheddar. Totally. And just ate it. Yeah. And didn't worry. Didn't how think crazy a thing about it. Back in high school, when your metabolism was fire, you were working out two hours every day and you just ate what you wanted. Yeah. However, I would not go back to my high school no, self. No, no. I was a horrible human being, as I've <laughs> mentioned. But guys, I even when I was at my peak my peak fitness in high school, I cannot do planks, whether it be a high plank with mountain climbers, a low plank with hip dips, whatever it fucking is, guys, I can't do it because of my ass. I swear to God, I struggle so bad with push-ups. Anything where you're like stomach facing the ground and you have to like go from the I don't I don't even know I can't do it because of my ass mm-hmm. and I people think I've been making excuses but I've never been able to hold a plank for like my maximum when I was like so fucking fit it was like 40 seconds and my well, I was shaking like a leaf and obviously I don't have great arm strength but it's the ass I swear to god it's that extra weight my ass has to weigh like my ass has to weigh like 25 pounds no dude no that <laughs> It's got to weigh, like, two newborn babies, like, 15. <laughs> I'm just not, thinking. No, no, I don't no, think no. so. No, but. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Is there a way to weigh it? Like, can we find out? The thing is... <laughs> You would have back problems. <laughs> okay. Like you would have a broken okay. back. Not twenty-five pounds, but like I'm giving it two newborn babies. One cheek is one baby, one's another. I swear to fucking god. Because <laughs> <Well, laughs> that. <laughs> I can't breathe. Are you imagining like babies. a butt Wait, cheeks two on like a scale now? right now? No, <laughs> truly like a seven-pound baby on each. Listen, cheek. If, I'm curious. Like, I wonder if like Kim Kardashian can do. Okay, Kim Kardashian's ass is planks. number one is fake, but number yeah. two, my, I don't. <laughs> can your dad do planks? Dude, I don't know. I just, I, it's my ass. It really is. I truly think I can't hold a plank. I, I struggle so hard, and. I, it's not like I'm a super fit person. I work out probably every few days, two or three days, but like, you know, I work out enough where like, playing shouldn't be a problem for me. And I look around class and everyone's still doing their plank and I'm like, I feel like I'm decently mentally tough, but like it's just there's it's, a I lot of planks in core power. There's a lot climbers. of mountain climbers too. It's not just core power though. Like core power sculpt is literally my favorite workout. By the way, like mm-hmm. if you guys have not done a core power sculpt class, do it do and it. then come back later and tell me how you liked it because, oh such a good workout. It's such However, a good sweat. I have been a little upset with how hot the classes are recently yeah, now that the weather's warmer steamy. because I can't do the moves. Mm-hmm. I can't do a plank anyway because well, my I ass slip all and then like I'm slipping like a newborn that yeah. just came out of the womb. <laughs> so many, <laughs> so so many, many baby I references. I have baby fever. <laughs> it sounds that way. <laughs> but that's my theory guys. Let me know if you relate to this. Also <laughs> Lucy and I came up with this theory the other day. Yeah. We were talking about UTIs and mm-hmm. like how like I'm there. I think number one, they're super genetic and have to do with I believe your that. body and like how um, it reacts to different bacteria. I also though we have this theory that like <laughs> the dirtier you are, like hygienically, mm-hmm. and like I'm I'm. It's funny because I'm like a neat freak, like super cleaning lady mode. Yep. I'm not hygienic. 
Like I eat stuff off the ground. I have eaten bird poop for five dollars. Or sorry, bird throw really? up, like bird regurgitation. Yeah, I was like part of a crab. I ate it for five dollars. Five dollars, not five hundred. Five. No, you would have done it for free. I've eaten like a half-eaten lollipop off the ground. Like just like stuff that like a germaphobe would be like would defriend See, me immediately. I'm- I'm too hygienic because I'm like mm. two showers a day, yes. and, which and I think is actually really bad for your skin. Too. Yeah, I think it's. Well, I think it dries everything out your skin. in moderation, right? Yeah, like, everything true. is just about balance. I just hate. I can't go to bed feeling like dirty. But yeah, so me and Lucy were talking about this, and I have a friend who's the exact same way. Like, mm-hmm. can't go to bed dirty. Like, has to shower at least once a day. Like, soup just super clean. Smells so nice. Everything <laughs> is just like I'm like, how are you that clean? And I'm like walking around with like stains on my shirt. Like, haven't brushed my teeth in two days. Like, yeah, I'm. Gross. And from like a young age, have been like eating dirt, playing around in like sand piles, just like, you know, exposed to all the ingesting a lot of weird foreign things. And we have this theory. We were talking about UTIs because you are like I feel like more prone to them. Yeah, for and sure. I have had one in my life, and it was because I ran a half marathon with spandex on. So oh, I had such bad chafing that yes, Good for I ran you. three. Oh my actually. god. Um, no. No one would know that. <laughs> um, That's a goal of mine. But. We were talking about it, and we've decided that, like, the cleaner you are, the more likely it is you're going to get a UTI, because your body isn't used to, like, ingesting, like, germs. So, like, when, if you, like, we're actually just talking, like, sexually, like, if you are having sex with someone else, or, like, have a new sexual partner, your body's going to freak out because it's being exposed to, like, a new bacteria. Same thing, like, if you were to, like, I don't even know, like, wear underwear that are dirty. Not that you would you do, do that. that. <laughs> not that you would do that. I don't do I'm thinking that. about something like that's not sexual <laughs> that could cause a UTI. No, a ba- wet bathing suit. Yes, wait, a wet gym, bathing suit. Like gym clothes. But that's how I got it. Yeah, like you're like running a marathon with just yeah. spandex. Yeah. <laughs> no underwear. Yeah. <laughs> but like stuff like that, if your body is not used to being exposed to those bacteria mm-hmm. early on in your life and you didn't eat dirt as a child, like, dude, you're getting hella Normalized being dirty. <laughs> Normalized being you're dirty. N- Normalized being unhygienic, okay? <laughs> Normalized being unhygienic all the time. Just kidding. I'm literally so gross. I'm See, also I, sitting here in my sweat. No, I know. We're I'm sitting so here in our core power sweat. Like, I, I need I a shower ASAP. These are the same leggings I wore yesterday. I don't know how you did that. Watch no out. No underwear so you, either I don't, time. You don't get No, UTI. but that's the thing is I'm so irresponsible that, like, I should have had 55 UTIs yeah. at this point, but it's because from a very early age, <laughs> I was doing gross things with my body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that like my body's good. Yeah, and it's also a reason I think I don't get sick. No, but it's so true. Like I wash my hair every day, mm-hmm. and I know, I know that that kills your hair. Exactly. Like washing, like you're supposed to like oil train your you're, hair. Yeah, you are. But I mean, again, just goes to show like you got to find the happy balance. You do. Like, obviously, I need some work on my. <laughs> Let's meet halfway, shall we? Shall we? I'll start showering once a day. Okay. No. Sorry, that's, that's too much for you. Just kidding. No, I'm actually pretty good at showering nowadays, but I used to go days. Mm-hmm. I've gone like a week. Wait, you have also very beautiful skin. I actually, thank you. I yeah. do have, that is like, if I do you have to a say, skincare routine? I do not. Really? I, again, I think it's because I was like cleaning my face with mud and my yeah. skin from, I, I, this is probably, there's probably no scientific evidence to back this claim up mm-hmm. or this theory up that I have. <laughs> But I swear to God, it's because as a kid, I didn't wash my face. I had dirt on my I, face I never washed my face either because I, I never had breakouts or anything. Yeah. So I didn't really have to. I was just, I, I don't know. I was always the kid who had one pimple, like one weird pimple yeah. every like three or four that weeks. That was me for a long time. Yeah. And I, I've, I haven't gotten a pimple in years. I've got, I actually got one recently and I made a big deal out of it. And I was like, wait, Amy, calm down. 
a lot of people would pay a lot of money to have the skin you do. That's yeah. like the one thing I am most, if someone asks me like physically my favorite thing about myself, it's my complexion. You have great complexion. Thank you. But it's, again, it's also genetic. Like it doesn't really, actually no, my yeah. younger sister ha gets acne. Yeah. Both of my younger sisters like have struggled with skin stuff. Not so much now, but they have. Mm -hmm. Um, and I never did, and that's See, something I'm, I'm super blessed no, for. Recently, blessed. as I've gotten older, I've gotten into the lotions and potions. You know? Like, I'm a serum girl Do you girl like now. that? I'm a gua sha I, girl. I'm also, like, a gua sha and serum girl, but mm -hmm. I find that if I over... I have to have, like, three... Maybe three products that I love. I, exactly. And that are super minimal I ingredients. have to keep it so minimal. Yes. If I wash... Like, I wash my face with, like, a really gentle cleanser from Osea maybe once I've or twice a week. I've heard good things about... Yeah, Osea. I mean, it's just... I don't know, like the the heavy duty stuff that's like advertised on TikTok as like these like magical effects. I can't do it. I want to do it. I go to Target. I go to the skincare section. I'm it's like, so oh my god, I want everything. Carried away, but yes. I go to Sephora. I'm like, I want Super Goop sunscreen. I want like I, I this thing love, that corrects. I recommend my, Super Goop. I know my sister actually it. just got it. She's a sunscreen whore, and she went in there. And Good for her. We she got it for the first time. She walked out of there and did like a little like leprechaun jump. I've never <laughs> seen her so giddy. It was so cute. That's my routine. It's like. I use Kiehl's face wash, Kiehl's moisturizer. I heard a good thing about Kiehl's. Actually, I love a girl it. I follow, Matt. Super Goop. Yeah, Super, yeah, I've heard really, really good things about yeah. Super Goop. I actually use Coco Khan sunscreen, which I really like. Oh, I, I've heard good things um, about that too. But yeah, I just, I've never had, an, like, I want a complex skincare routine. Like, but if, but like, I don't, if it ain't broke, do. don't fix it. I know, that's the thing. And yeah. that's what I struggle with like a lot in my life. I try to make my life so complex, but then I'm like, wait. Keep it simple. I keep it, why am I trying so hard to have like a 20 step skincare routine when my skin does best and I feel most confident when I'm literally doing nothing to my skin? Totally. Like maybe moisturize or even mm -hmm. that. Like I don't moisturize every day. Really? Yeah. I, and I You're don't blowing wash my, mind my right face. Now. I know. I just, I do really like my skin. That's mm -hmm. like one thing I will. I'm not like a super confident person, never really liked physical features about myself, but my skin, I've always just felt, like, really grateful. Because mm -hmm. I've seen people go through the struggle, and I, I know. know what it feels like to have, like, even just, like, a pimple for me, I freak out. Totally. Because it's your face. It's, yeah, it's the first thing people see. It's your face. Like, yep. I'd rather, I get really bad razor burn, you know, like, stuff like that. Like, there's parts of my skin, and, like, my leg hair grows back super, super quick, but I would keep, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I would keep, like, my nice facial complexion yeah. over any other, like, like, razor burn anywhere else or, like, issues with, like, my, like, ugly feet. I don't know. Like, I will always take, like, a nice facial complexion. Like, I would rather a busted body, like, busted, like, razor burn everywhere, like, hair busted everywhere body. and a nice face yeah. than the opposite. Yeah. Than, like, a breakout on my face and, like, super smooth, baby smooth, like, just like you know, you know those bodies. I know like, exactly. Basically, what you're like about. the Kendall Jenner bodies that have been like airbrushed. I mean, that is just like smooth. I don't like, even it makes want no that. sense to me. Like my razor burn on my bikini line is like out of this world. Yeah. But I will always take take that over a breakout my face. <laughs> so, oh, you have a meeting. Yes. Okay, Lucy has a meeting. <laughs> Sorry, Wait, I'm it rambling. It has been such a pleasure. I know. I feel such like I talked the whole time. I wanted to ask you, you about boys. Next we'll have time. a part two. <laughs> How long have we been talking for? Um, at least an hour. Probably an hour. I'm not even gonna edit it because no, just post it. Because I also, just paused no, it when I want to take a so shit. Right. We have so much more to say too. Like we can just I talk. I'm talk sorry. Talk. <laughs> that was it. It's really good. <laughs> Amy um, just stole my coffee. I feel like I just talked the whole time, and I feel like a blabbermouth. But I think I was just making up for all the podcast episodes I haven't done. No, I think 
literally, so next I time think, we're going to focus on you and your dating okay. life because that's what I wanted Come to do in, for this one. You know what? Come in with questions. We'll make it like a formal interview Oh process. my god, I actually can't wait to do it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, why not? I'm just staying in the city forever. Just kidding. I have to leave. But um, next time we're going to talk about Lucy's dating life and how she has learned to date casually with an open mind without like, I would say like tons of anxieties yeah. and how she's like found like really nice men because of it. I like that. That That's a great way to, um, you know, great thing to leave the people with. A little okay. cliffhanger. Yes. Wait, well, stay tuned. Amy. <laughs> Lucy. As always. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. Oh my God, look at that dog. Okay. We gotta go. Oh, it's a cat. Lucy. It's a cat. <laughs> <laughs> gotta go, gotta go. Bye, Bye. everyone. <laughs>